0: welcome to the roto grinders morning grind podcast i'm your host DBTPFL. it's tuesday it's april 13th it's 2021 we have 11 mlb games to talk about here on today's slate i'm joined by my good buddy one of my favorite people to work with i like everybody i work with i'm just kidding it's will priester chief justice of six what's happening my friend
1: Nothing much, man. Baseball pod. Uh, you know, I I won't have a lot of these right now. And, you know, that's OK. We, we had to kind of split it down the middle again. But uh, anytime I get a chance to come on and talk some baseball with you, man, it's always a good day. So hopefully we can uh, help people churn out some profit.
0: Everybody would have profited yesterday if they just punted catchers. So I'm hoping that <laughs> people listened. Um, all joking aside. We are presented by SuperDraft.com. If you guys haven't checked them out, make sure you use promo code GRINDERS for a $50 instant deposit alongside with the 50% deposit match bonus up to $500. Take advantage of that. Deposit over there. You don't have to worry about salary cap. They're overlaying almost every single day in basketball and baseball. We'll have a Super Draft play of the day um, later on in the show and um, you know get you guys started over there. But Check them out. Awesome sponsors of the podcast. I know that, you know, you pay for a lot of content and a lot of different things. They're one of the reasons why this podcast is free each and every day. So support them, supporting us. Um, make sure you guys are giving them some love over there. Let's get into it. 12 games or 11 games, Will. A lot, a lot of baseball to talk about here and a lot of good baseball. A lot of good pitchers on the slate. A lot of good teams and spots. Uh, this is one of the fun, fun slates, I think. We start um, We start with – hold on. I had the wrong thing open. That is completely my fault. Um, <laughs> anyway, Seattle at Baltimore is where we get started here in this one. It's a nine total. Baltimore is favored by 135. Um, did they postpone this game for some reason or something? That's what
1: it looks like. But,
0: okay, so is it 10 games now? Or is it still 11?
1: Give me a second. I'm, I'm making sure. I feel like it's postponed because I don't I don't have a line on it. Where See, I, where when I I'm wrote
0: go. everything down and was researching well, for this spot like 45 minutes ago, this game was still on.
1: Yeah, it, it does say it's postponed. And now I did find a line. It was at... I had it at nine.
0: Is that where you had it? Oh, it's because they're playing a doubleheader tomorrow. Okay. That makes way more sense. So they're playing a four o'clock doubleheader. That makes a lot more sense. Not postponed. They're just playing it. They took it off the slate. Moving on, New York at Toronto. 10 game slate now. All right. We're good. Um, This is a nine total. Toronto is favored in this game by 120. Uh, We have Jamison Tyon against uh, Ryu. Any interest here in Tyon?
1: Well, I mean, maybe not today. I, I do think you know, in the long run, if the pitch count gets there, I think he's someone we're going to be able to look at. I mean, we've we've seen Jamison Tyon really mow people down. I think the problem is he's ninety four hundred. Like, I, I can't pay ninety four hundred for you know a guy that I don't think is going to go. You know. 90 pitches like i mean he went 74 pitches in the last game my assumption is that you know it's no more than 80 i think uh so i can't do it not not on this slate
0: yeah um he there's so many good plays on the slate i think that is the biggest problem with Tyon at 9400 i don't think the matchup is terrible but strasburg against st louis Flaherty on the other side of that game like Dylan Bundy all cheaper than Tyon and all three of those guys are guys that I think I would play over him on this slate and we'll talk about those guys when we get there but I I think that it's more of price and guys that are below him that you can save a few bucks um, for pretty much I would say probably the same type of upside like you, you look at the toronto team they added marcus Simeon. he's not a guy that strikes out a ton vlad doesn't strike out a ton uh bachette doesn't strike out a ton like it's I, I think this is a spot you stay away from time
1: yeah and sure. then
0: well on the other side of this game you got ryu um i feel like he's getting a little bit too much respect in this one being a favorite against a very right-handed heavy yankees team and i know the yankees Kind of let some people down on um, Monday, but I, I think too much respect. That, Robbie, for that was Robbie Ray day, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, so they get another lefty. Um, I mean, look, Ryu is going to mix it up, and I think that's maybe why people may want to stay mm-hmm. away. But if you kind of look at it, um, you know, any of these guys can get a hold of one. Uh, he's still primarily fastball and changeup. I mean, that's a little over 50% of his pitches, Um, you know, DJ lemahieu he's pretty much hitting everything. Um, So I'm not really, really worried about it there, believe it or not, you know, Mr. Gio Urshela, you know, he's, he's a good friend of the Yankees podcast. Whenever the Yankees are playing, I I definitely think uh, Gio is in play. Um, And so those would be two guys. I know those aren't the typical uh, home run hitters that we kind of look for, but just in terms of, you know, profiles I, I think those two guys could get a hold of one with ease.
0: Um yeah I I don't want to play Ryu and as far as the Yankees bats go I think any of the power righties are in play this game's being played in Florida. It's a lot warmer in Florida than it is pretty much across the United States. I live yeah. in Florida. Um I could tell you that is for a fact. <laughs> so um Derek Carty was talking about this on Monday on Grinders Live. Everything points to this being a good hitter's ballpark. And Ryu is someone that does give up hard contact. He does, you know, create a lot of ground balls, but we get a guy like Torres, um, we get a guy like Higgs, like these guys that hit the ball up in the air a ton. Like, I'm interested in these guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any Toronto bats in this one against Tyon?
1: Um... <sighs> Like you said, maybe the guys that don't strike up, maybe Bichette, maybe Vlad. Uh, actually, Vlad, I think I actually do like uh, Simeon. You know, he's always a candidate to to get on base. Overall, I, I think I think Toronto for me is just stack or nothing. You know, um, I, I don't really want to one off them too much.
0: I'll tell you the guy that I probably the most to choose. We don't we don't have a lot of data on Tyon recent. Like he was hurt. Um, the last time he pitched was 2019, and. He did create a lot of. I think right. I don't know if that's what it was. I I just know he didn't play in 2020, so it could have easily been. Could have easily been that. So, anyway, uh, what I was going to say was, he was someone that created a lot of ground balls. Biggio is a guy that hits a lot of fly balls, so um, always tend to lean more towards fly ball hitters against. um, He it was tommy john surgery um okay and who, he had who um, was sick
1: for the part somebody was sick yes yes okay so cool.
0: it was a it was a rough 2020 for jamison tyon glad he's yeah. back love to see him back um anyway biggio would probably be the guy that i'd be looking at the most here so all right back on the rails texas at <laughs> tampa eight total tampa's a. Uh, 175 favorite here we got Kyle Gibson against Ryan Yarborough um any interest here in Kyle Gibson no it would be nice if the Rays show up and start hitting the baseball that'd be fantastic (laughs) um Kyle Gibson is a guy that is very hittable low strikeout guy um really low strikeout rate to lefties high iso high hard hit rate really high hard to soft contact ratio against lefties does not generate a lot of soft contact. And then Yarbrough on the other side, I think it's interesting. Will that he threw 89 pitches last time out um, against the red Sox and he gave up a lot of runs and he was not pitching well whatsoever, but it's very encouraging that even in a bad start, they let him go 89 pitches.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, he's 7,400 today. I mean, I don't think he's – he's close, I think. I I think he's close, but I still – I would still play Woodruff over him, so I I, I think Yarbrough is just going to be on the outside looking in. I mean, we got Luis Castillo at 7,100, and I know he's been bad, but come on. I, I, I can't play Yarbrough over these guys. Just can't do it.
0: Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. Um, I don't think I could play him today either. I don't think I'm going to play a lot of hitters against him. I'll say that. Like, this lineup is really bad against left-handed pitching. Yeah. Um We'll have to kind of see what the lineup looks like in general here. Because they do have a few guys um, that can hit lefties. You know, Chris Davis, is. I think he's still out, right? Like, he's still a couple weeks away. Mm-hmm. So he's still out. Um, so it'd be interesting to see overall, like what this lineup looks like for Texas today, because it could be a really good matchup, but I just, I don't know. They don't really have a ton of righties. They're going to go really lefty heavy against them here. Yeah. Still doesn't like pique my interest. He still only had a 14% carry against lefties last season. So <laughs> maybe you play a guy like Joey Gallo, a guy that strikes out a ton, but just when he makes contact, he's just going to smash the ball.
1: It's going out of the yard for sure. Him and Chris Davis are going to be real good friends.
0: That's a lot of strikeouts, home runs. <laughs> Perfect combo. That kind of combo. Sign me up. Yeah. Um, who do you like here for the Rays?
1: Man, honestly, and this this is the thing I, I don't want to play Gibson, but in terms of the Rays, I mean, Gibson's going to be mostly slider to righties and then mostly fastball change up to lefties. Well, mostly slider sinker to righties and fastball change up to lefties. And I mean, in in terms of this sinker, I mean, there isn't anyone that's standing out from just a pure ISO standpoint. Now, Joey Wendell is going to make contact on everything, and, you know, Margot is going to make pretty good contact as well. And so, you know, maybe those guys are are kind of in play, Um, you know, in in terms of the fastball. He's just not throwing the righties at all. So these lefties are probably going to sit on this fastball most of the day. That's my... That's my read. And so if that's the case, then Austin Meadows, Brandon Lowe, and Joey Wendell are going to be be in play, maybe even Yoshi. Um, but that's what I think they're going to have to do with him because other than that, they're really not like, hitting a lot of these pitches well.
0: Yeah, like any of the cheap guys. My problem with, like, most of these guys, Meadows is expensive, or Rosarina is expensive, Wendell's expensive, Lau is expensive. So like I'm going down looking for like guys like Yoshi. Uh super cheap. But overall, outside of stacking Tampa, and that's a tough ask in Tampa, very pitcher friendly ballpark. I don't know how much I would trust playing um the Tampa bats at these prices. Moving on, we got Miami at Atlanta. Eight total on this one. Atlanta, 190 favorite, big favorite here. Um, Pablo Lopez against Max Fried. Um, Any interest here in Pablo Lopez?
1: Maybe. Like, he's 6,900. He's pitched fairly well. Um, You know, he is going to see a good mix. For that reason, maybe I stay away. Um, You know, because when when it comes to Atlanta, he's definitely going to see Freddie. Um, You know, he's, he's going to see Albies. Uh, I, I think I think I'm going to stay away in this spot. But for the price, he has been pitching well enough for us to warrant his consideration. I just think I want to stay away from Atlanta because I really feel like this is a good offense, not just because it's my favorite team.
0: Great offense. Slow start. Um, They have been off to a very slow start to start the season. Pablo Lopez is super interesting at 6,900. Um, depending on, like, if, if you're MMEing, if you're MMEing on DraftKings and you're playing two pitcher sites, that is where he becomes very, very interesting on this slate. Um, so I don't think he's the worst play. Uh, I do think there's some strikeout upside. This lineup has been struggling to start the year. I think there's a ton of downside, ton of downside. Um, Max Fried on the other side here. I'm okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little iffy on Max Fried and well, we've talked about it many, many times. Um, very high on the young kids that are coming up through the Atlanta organization, especially the pitchers. We've talked about a lot of them over the, over the past years. I'm a little concerned in this one, um, man. He, he looked terrible against Washington And as bad as Miami is against right-handed pitching, they actually are not bad against lefties. Um, So I'm a little concerned with, like, Max Fried, and I think he's priced appropriately for the matchup.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I do think his his control and everything will pick up. Bottom line, he's just giving up too many hits right now. I think he's got over a two whip. I think it's around a two... Three, two, four, I mean, it's something bad right now. So I, I think, you know, he, he, he's he got to stop giving up these hits. And uh, I think that'll get him back where where he needs to be. Um, I think the good part about it, and I am going to pull up this season's numbers just because I want to see it. Typically, I won't look this early. Um, but I want to see exactly where his XFIP is. He's at a 3.19 XFIP this season. So he, he's just got to maybe – Maybe he's due for some positive regression in the Babbitt department. And I think that's what it is. I mean, K-rate right now is 28.2, X-trip 3.19. Uh, you know, fly balls are, are only 20%. It is giving up a lot of line drives, which is which is god-awful. But um, 60% hard contact to lefties, 31% to righties. Like I said, you know, it's, it's very early. But I think this will normalize. I, I honestly think this might be a spot to take a shot, Stevie, on you know, a guy that, you know could possibly get you 25 fantasy points in this spot if he comes out and has more ground ball outs than hits uh that that's kind of where i am on on match free not at the top of my list but at 6500 i think this is good value for a guy that hasn't pitched well this season but does have some upside
0: a guy that can generate ground balls at a high clip too um very good at gr- like generating ground balls um has like that knuckle curve slider combo that he uses to generate ground balls. So I don't hate it. Um, I'm not going to sit here and talk you off of it. It's the Marlins. Um, let's talk Marlins bats. Anything standing out to you here?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, nothing too crazy. I mean, in terms of the last couple seasons, if he can maybe pitch around Corey Dickerson, Marte and Rojas, he's got some strikeouts here and, Cooper Anderson, Duval, Chisholm, and with Jazz, Jazz is, you know, slightly newer to this team than, than some of these other guys. But if he can kind of pitch around those couple guys, you know, we, we may be on our way to, you know, a, a pretty good performance. Going to be mostly slider to righty. So you look at his lineup, Marte isn't hitting, hitting sliders very well, 53% clip. Brian Anderson, 56% clip. Duval 44% clip. Uh, I, I think this could be a spot for him to kind of get back on track. So, no no Miami bats for me, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I think if you're dumpster diving, I don't think Miami's the worst. I'm not playing Marte 5,400, really tough ass to play Marte, but Cooper's 2,800 should bat third or fourth here. Um, I get, anderson, it, Jeez, I get it man anderson's cheap like you can make a stack of like depending on like who bats leadoff and stuff because i don't think dickerson will bat lead off lefty lefty but i think you could go like cooper anderson duval and you could pretty much play whatever two pitchers you want and stack probably any team that you want on this slate
1: i get it i listen i I you know I'm not going to fight you on that. Garrett Cooper's a friend of the show when he's in the right spot. I don't hate it. I mean, in, in terms of in terms of the knuckle curve, I mean, Cooper is hitting that one pretty well. 444 ISO, 75% contact rate, average distance of 392. He's probably on the list. He's probably on the one-off list for sure.
0: Yeah, like how I just talked Will into playing $2,800 Garrett Cooper. Um, <laughs> Atlanta Bats. We Man. we respect the talent for Pablo Lopez, and this team's definitely been struggling. But the one guy that has not been struggling is Free Money Freddie. Um, the only thing about Freeman here is he's fifty four hundred Acuna sixty one. No, thank you. Um, Freeman is a tough ass, but he's definitely the hottest hitter in this lineup.
1: Yeah, I, I think the problem for me is, and, and you can always play Freddie in, in in these type spots. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to talk you off of it. I just think we don't have enough lefties, man. Like, like we needed more lefties for this spot. Like, I would have preferred a five-four lean, and, and right now we're we're looking at basically two true lefties and, and Albie's on the switch. So, um, God, man, as, as much as I, I want to play the Braves and, and keep keep this in mind, if I'm going to multi-enter, I am probably going to play the Braves every day. But uh, I, I don't think I'm going to multi-inch on this slate, so <sighs> I think I'm going to stay away, man, and, and from them as a stack. And if I got one in, it would probably be free money Freddie, and that's it.
0: We move on, we got the Cubs and the Brewers, seven and a half total in this one. Milwaukee's a 145 favorite here. Um, Kyle Hendricks against Brandon Woodruff. Um, any interest here in Hendricks? No, I pitched well against this team last time out. Um Yelich banged up right now. The lineup's not going to look great, but he is such a very hit or miss pitcher. Um, he does have good stuff for lefties. So if they throw a lot of lefties in there at him, like he has a really good changeup against lefties. I don't hate Hendricks. I just, I I like Woodruff more. Um, the Cubs are just striking out at a very, very high clip. Um, Freddie Peralta took us to the promised land on Monday. Brandon Woodruff struck out eight in seven innings against this team, allowing one hit last week. I'm going right back to the well. I like Brandon Woodruff a lot on the slate,
1: and that's in 74 pitches, my man. The re- now, and, and here's the difference: I don't mind playing Woodruff at 7,500 versus tie at it like 9,400.
0: Yep, same, same picture, different upside. price. Yeah,
1: yeah. So. I'm I, I'm in on Woodruff here, uh, and, that, that, and that's really why I don't want to play Hendricks. Hendricks could very well come out and get us 20 fantasy points, and I think you'll be fine. But Woodruff can get us 25 to 30 in this spot. Definitely, Woodruff is on my radar for sure.
0: The thing is, too, when it comes to Brandon Woodruff, seven innings, 74 pitches, Milwaukee's going to the bullpen in the eighth and ninth 90% of the time. Yeah. It, he could have been at... 65 pitches and they're probably still going to the bullpen there. The Cubs are struggling. You look at, all right, I hate small samples. I, I look at them and respect them. You look at this season, Haps, 32%. Contreras is 48%. Peterson's 37%. Baez is 43%. Hayward's 38%. They are striking out at a very high clip right now. The Cubs are a name right now. They're not hitting the ball. Um, I like Woodruff a lot in this spot. And, Honestly, as far as the Cubs bats go, I don't think they're a bad stack as like a hedge stack, but that's all they are. Uh, I'm not playing one-offs here. I could see hedge stacking them, but I'm not, I'm not doing much more than that.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I don't don't think I'm playing them at all. So
0: they're They're too expensive for how cold they've been. And I know there there's talented, there's talented bats here. Don't get me wrong. But as cold as this team has been, it is like you're paying fifty three hundred for Javi Baez. The dude has a zero ISO and a one fifty eight wOBA with a forty three percent strikeout rate and has not walked yet this season. Like, why am I paying fifty three hundred for him? Because he has three home runs. Correct. Awesome.
1: Correct. Yeah. yeah, I'm out on the Cubs, man. Do you I know? Just...
0: Do you know? I think all three of his home runs have come against left handed pitching. Pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive. So there you go. Yeah,
1: Let, let's roll with that. That sounds
0: good. Um, I'm almost positive. I could be wrong. Um, Milwaukee bats with yellow out of this lineup, like you could play one offs of like Shaw or Vogelbach. Vogelbach super cheap. I'm pretty sure, um, but I'm not going out of my way to get these guys in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I don't feel like this is a. Must play spot. I'm almost, I'm I'm pretty sure it'll probably be Vogelbach, Shaw. I mean, Jackie Bradley Jr. is pretty much their everyday outfielder. So he's definitely going to be in the lineup. Um, Navarez at catcher. I mean, they don't have enough, but I'm not, I I don't think I need to play Milwaukee in this spot. So I'm just kind of out on this game outside of Woodruff.
0: All right. Um, Moving on, we got Washington at St. Louis. It's a seven and a half total here, really low total. St. Louis is a slight favorite when this game opened. It's kind of leaning more towards a pick'em game right now. We have Steven Strasburg against Jack Flaherty. Um, Steven Strasburg, first start against Atlanta was fantastic. Uh, eight strikeouts, six innings, only allowed one hit, no one runs. Had a really, really stellar day as far as pitching. I think this matchup sets up great for him. Um, You know, when you look at Steven Strasburg and you look at this lineup, Steven Strasburg has been a guy that has been very good against left or right-handed pitching throughout his career. Struggled um, at times throughout his career, but I think that was more injury than anything else. You look at this lineup and they're just, it's full of right-handed bats. And the lefties are like Edmund Carlson, Carpenter, Williams, like, I think Strasburg point per dollar grades out as one of the better pitchers on the slate.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, at eighty four hundred, man, what what more could we ask for? Um, and you know, he went eighty five pitches the last game. I'm assuming it's going to be close to the same. And I, I think that he's just squarely in play, man. No way you slice it, man. I, and I'm just hoping, Stevie, just for his sake, let's just have a completely healthy season this year. Let's let's go all the way. And if so, I mean, you know, he, he's going to be. In discussion for for one of the best pitchers in the league, I think.
0: I think a lot of people would love to see him have a complete year, especially yep. all the Washington like Emac. If Emac's listening, um, he would love to see Strasburg have a full year, for sure. Clarity's no pushover on the other side of this game. Um, I will say the lineup. Like I talked on the morning grind yesterday, and I was talking about Gant. And then the lineup came out, and I was like, all right, this lineup's a lot better than what it looked like projected lineup-wise. You know, what I talked about, you know, the night before. What are your thoughts when it comes to Flaherty here?
1: I like Flaherty. Um, I think he's a respectable pitcher. I do think I'd take Strasburg over him, and then I I do also think I'd take Woodruff over him. So if if I was just making one lineup – I don't think Flaherty would make the cut, but if I'm multi-entering, he's got to be in there. I mean, the guy has you know tremendous upside. If if he comes out this game, and he's on. Uh, Look out! You could be looking at thirty plus fantasy points. So he's definitely in the discussion. He, he you know he's not somebody I'm going to write off. Uh, I just like these other guys more at their price points.
0: Um, yeah, I don't mind him. I don't really mm. want bats in this game, like. Soto is always a great option. Schwarber is okay at 4300. Is there anything here from this game that you'd like?
1: Not really. I mean, maybe Soto, but other than that, I don't I don't think I want to want to play too many guys.
0: Yeah, he's so expensive. It's so tough to yeah. like one off him and then like St. Louis, they don't have like a power lefty that I'm in love with here yeah Cleveland at Chicago taking on the White Sox seven total pick them game um, Bieber against Giolito what a pitching matchup this is going to be um, we'll start with Bieber here like we have two elite strikeout pitchers facing off against each other and you know this is one of those spots that you could probably play either one of these guys if you want to um, let's start with Bieber what are your thoughts here on Bieber
1: I mean, he, he's your guy. I mean, bro, last game against KC, 103 pitches. I, I can't ask for much more than that with your ace. If he's going over – if he's going 100 or more and he's cruising, I, I mean, you pay the price for him, you try to get him in, period.
0: 40.8% strikeout rate since the start of last season. Incredible. Um, over 40% to both sides of the plate. Uh, striking out, people at a high clip. This lineup, um, with Anderson out... Like, this land, this lineup's going to be decent this year. And it's a very underrated lineup, the White Sox lineup. But with Anderson out and Jimenez out, it's just not um, as good. And, like, we know Anderson's not going to be back till Thursday. So, like, we know he's out. We know Jimenez is out. Like, it's just not as good. And then on the other side of this game, we have Giolito and, like... The Cleveland lineup is not as good as years past and there's plenty of strikeouts here for a guy like Giolito who has a almost 35% K rate and a 33 plus percent strikeout rate to both sides of the plate. Um yeah, like man, two awesome pitchers here. $900 less for Giolito, does that make him any more intriguing to you?
1: Um this might be a spot where in certain instances, you just try to get them both in and see if they both mow down lineups. I don't think that's a bad strategy here, um, but I, I like Giolito. At 9,800, I think he's fine. I'm definitely not taking him over over Bieber. I don't think that's something I'm going to do. Um, I think I'd try to find the extra money and just get Bieber in there. But, you know, if you can get them both, I definitely think that's a viable option today.
0: I would say that is not a bad strategy except for Trevor Bowers on the slate. So I think you're probably picking one of those guys in Bauer. If you're going to top end pitchers, Um, we're going to get to him in a minute, but is there, there's no bats in this game, right? Like we're not playing bats in this game. Like you can do it to be contrarian, but that's all you're doing it. Like these guys aren't cheap and they're two of the better pitchers on the slate.
1: Yeah, but why though? I don't, and I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm saying I I, I don't see the rationale to even try to get control. I get it, but I I think you just stay away. Well, you know I'm
0: not doing it. I'm
1: out.
0: <laughs> Y'all have fun. I'm not doing that. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy yes. talk. Crazy yes. talk. All right, we're moving on. We got Detroit at Houston. Uh, nine total here. Houston, a uh, 175 favorite. We have um, Matt Boyd against Jake Odorizzi facing off. Um, uh, Matt Boyd, not a bad outing. Um, in his first start, Houston absolutely cold is whatever right now. Tilting me on Monday, need them to get some hits. Um, do you have any interest here in Matt Boyd?
1: I, I guess he would be our de facto really cheap pitcher. I, I think, I, I, I think we'll probably agree on that at 6,200. Like if you absolutely had to go all the way to the bottom, he's probably your guy. Um, I don't see us playing Sensatella, definitely not Gibson, uh, and Marjavis not going to do that either. So I think Boyd is your de facto. You plug in the bats, you get the stacks you like. Maybe you've got in Bieber or Giolito, and you've just, you happen to have 6,200 left, and you say, you know what? Matt Boyd's not that bad and you plug them in. Other than that, I don't see myself playing Matt Boyd.
0: What's crazy is I think I would play Freed or Castillo or Pablo Lopez over him. Oh, yeah, for sure. sure. The Houston lineup, even though they're going to throw some lefties at him, they just don't strike out against left-handed pitching. It's been the same case for years. They just don't strike out against lefties. So, I don't know. Probably going to pass on him. He is cheap, and he is somebody that can definitely put up a 30 spot in the right spot. Um, and he's thrown over 90 pitches in first two starts the season. That's all encouraging. Um, Jacob Rizzi getting called up. Um, you know, it was more of just conditioning. I'm not super interested in him here. I don't know how much he's going to pitch, um, but like everything i'm reading was like a cap of 80 to 90 and like we're getting into third second and third starts for a lot of these um guys now and jaco de rizzi wasn't great last season anyway um so i don't know
1: yeah i mean in my head my guess is going to be he gets to about 75 pitches that was kind of my guess first start out um and then maybe he gets touched up just a tad. And I'm not saying Detroit is some juggernaut, but I'm saying maybe they get a few singles, a few doubles. He walks a couple guys, doesn't quite have it, and he, you know, they just have to end up pulling him. And then maybe by his, like you said, his third or fourth start, he's kind of in a groove where he's back to being, you know, a professional pitcher again. Um, you know, I think we'll have some spots where we 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 play Jake Oderiza. I don't think this is the spot though.
0: Prove it to me, Jake. That's kind of like, yeah. and especially if he's gonna be popular at all, like he's facing Detroit, and pitchers are always popular against Detroit. But I,
1: I but well, I think what will save him today. Today, man, you got Castillo at seventy-one. No, he hasn't pitched great, but he definitely has the name value. Pablo Lopez, Gausman, Freed. But I, I, I think they leave him on the shelf today. At
0: least I hope. Uh, let's talk bats in this one. Anything standing out to you here for Detroit?
1: Well, I mean, you know, for me, how about Miggy, man? Like, what? I, I think, I think Detroit may be one of these, one of these sneaky spots. Not Miggy, Jesus! I, I said Miggy. Miggy's out. Um, Goodrum, excuse me, Goodrum. Goodrum, I think is is probably going to be in play here. He's going to be sneaky. Candelario's been having a, a fairly okay season. Uh, he's probably in play. Uh, you know, obviously Akil Badu is. You know, had a couple games here and there. Detroit may be my sneaky stack, uh, Stevie. We're going to go with a little simile action. My Detroit is to your Miami Marlins. I, I think the Detroit is the vomit stack of the day.
0: I don't hate it, especially if Odorizzi gets into some trouble and they don't let him keep pitching. Um, I'm not going to talk anybody off of it. Sounds great to me. Um, let's talk Houston, man. Oh, man, Houston is letting a lot of us down on Monday, but it's really hard not to go back to the well because Matt Boyd is somebody that really struggles against righties 273 ISO. 41% fly ball rate, 38% hard hit rate. I can keep going, but I'm not going to. We got Altuve. We got Bregman. We got Correa. We got Gary L. I, I think this is a spot we just shake off Monday and go right back at it on Tuesday. Yeah, man,
1: period. I mean, you, you look at the, and here's the thing that, that, that always keeps me excited, Steve. You know, I'm all about some low K rates, uh, sometimes even more than, than the home runs, but you know, Altuve over the past two seasons, 12% K-rate to lefties. I mean, heck, even Brantley, 16% K-rate. Bregman, 12. Guriel, 5. I mean, the list goes on and on. So I, I, I like them here. You know, obviously, we've seen that Matt Boyd has really struggled uh, on the right side of the plate. Ground ball rate to 36%. Line drive rate, 22. Fly ball rate, 41, and a hard hit hit rate of 384 and then Stevie mix it up with what I consider to be probably even without George Springer and every team's a professional hitter in terms of the fastball, but but Houston, in my opinion, one of the best teams against the fastball in the league. When you look at these rates, Jose Altuve, 93% contact rate. Michael Bradley, 100% contact rate. Alex Bregman, 95%. Jordan Alvarez, 72%. Correa, 100%. Gurriel, 84%. Tucker, 83%. Miles Straw, 100 Martin Maldonado, 92%. And he's going to be throwing the fastball around 91.78 miles per hour. That's his velocity at 50% of the time. You know, I've talked about teams sitting on the, sitting on the, the pitch they want. They're just going to sit on fastball here and feast, Stevie. I definitely am all in with you on Houston here. Uh, they should have a fantastic performance. Uh, this is going to be another right back to the well caption, I think, for the MLB Morning Grind podcast.
0: And don't forget about Wills Michael Brantley. That's his boy. Hey. Lefty, lefty, doesn't matter. Woo. He's going to hit. Um We move on. We got the Angels and the Royals. Eight and a half total here. Angels favored by 135. Dylan Bundy against Danny Duffy. Um, Any interest here in Dylan Bundy?
1: Yep. Don't mind Bundy. Uh, I I think he's okay. And and here's the thing with what I feel like about Dylan Bundy, Stevie. We got to be playing him right now. Like now is when you play Dylan Bundy. And maybe I'm wrong on this because I haven't looked up the hard cold facts. So I don't want to lie to the listeners, but I feel like maybe he falters as we get a little deeper in the season. But early on, man, he's kind of a semi-machine. Uh, at any rate, I-, I do think Bundy's in play here, if for nothing else, right? If for nothing else. If you want to kind of look at the K rates, and I'm not saying the K rates are uh, are all bad, but I mean 31% for Benintendi, 25% Perez. Solaire, 40% Isbell. Uh, He's going to have some strikeouts here. Uh, I definitely like Dylan Bundy
0: in this spot. Yeah. Um, I don't have too much to add. I think he's a great pivot off of some of these other options, and I don't think he's going to get the ownership, especially being a slight favorite here. Um, Danny Duffy on the other side. You know, Duffy looked great against Cleveland in his first start. They let him throw 97 pitches through six innings. Um,
1: Wouldn't it be nice if we could get this Danny Duffy every game? Wow.
0: (laughs) Well, I hope it doesn't happen today because I don't (laughs) plan on playing Duffy. Um, Just just a team that doesn't strike out a ton. Obviously, there's some more strikeouts in there because they do – let um, Otani hit and like Simmons is gone. So they got to play Rojas a little bit. Um, so I don't like Danny Duffy in this spot. I think overall we're probably going to end up staying away from him, even though like it's a, it's an upgrade with Anthony Rendon or Don out of the lineup. Um, what's your thoughts here on Duffy?
1: Just going to be a negative, man. I I, I don't want to play Danny Duffy. I think, the price he's 7900 now look if we were getting like 6k danny duffy uh, maybe but he's he's 7900 you you know i'm not paying that when i've got these other guys in the six and seven k range that are well below him that i prefer to play so he's, he's gonna stay on the shelf for sure
0: um yeah let's um let's talk bats here the Angels, you know, Mike Trout's one of the best hitters in baseball. It's a lefty-righty matchup. Justin Upton has some upside. But the guy that I really want to talk about here is Max Stassi um, because you know how much I love the punt catchers, and <laughs> he's my guy today.
1: I got you, man. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think we, we can get around some, some Max Stassi. And here's the thing. Wait until Kurt Suzuki starts hitting. He's going to be fantastic for us because, you know, his price is going to get down to like twenty five hundred at some point and you just start firing him up. He's going to hit home runs every day. Uh, Back back to our regularly scheduled program. Uh, I mean, I I definitely like the Angels here. I think they're going to be in play. I I like Trout. Obviously, we know Trout has been a professional hitter uh, the whole time. Old man, Albert Pujols. We don't like to play him, but Stevie, you know, we're getting Albert Pujols at thirty four hundred. I like it. Uh, you know, he he could he he definitely has some RBI potential here so he's going to be on the list for sure.
0: Um, I don't really have anything else. The other side of this game, hmm. uh anything standing out to you for the Royals?
1: Nah, nothing major. Um like I said these K rates, I mean, obviously you can probably play with Merrifield every day just because uh, you know, he does have some some stolen base potential in this spot. But overall, man, I don't – I think this is going to be a team I stay away from. Dylan Bundy, you know, clearly he's going to be picking up strikeouts on this slider, and nobody on this team is hitting above – well, Nicky Lopez and Hanser Alberto are above 80. But other than that, man, Michael Taylor, 52, Jorge Soler, 48, everybody else is 70% and below. Even when the ball is staying on the ground for that pitch, I think I'm just going to avoid, avoid the Royals here.
0: Cincinnati at San Francisco, seven and a half total here. It's a pick game. Luis Castillo against Kevin Gaussman. Um, any interest here in Luis Castillo? I do. Um,
1: and mainly, Stevie, look, he's, he hasn't pitched well. Uh, combined the first two games, obviously, against Pittsburgh, went 81 pitches, you know, uh, seven in his five Ks. But I, I, think, I think he's going to continue to improve at 7,100. I just think this is awful pricing. He should have been at least 8k, I think. Uh so give me all the Castillo. Great price on him today.
0: Yeah, 28% K rate right since the start of last season. Just elite pitcher uh, against right handed bats. Um you know he had struggled against St. Louis in his first start, and that was a very right handed heavy lineup. He definitely got it back together against Pittsburgh more concerned about only throwing 81 pitches in that game, but it was 11 to four. It's early in the season. Let him yeah. boost his confidence. And I, I understand it, but really interesting to see what they do with the lineup here because they don't have a ton of lefties. They have lefties that they can throw at them, but they don't have a ton of lefties here. So I think Luis Luis Castillo point per dollar very, very much in play here. Kevin Gaussman, um, I'm gonna get my thoughts, but I'm gonna wait and let you go first, Jerm.
1: I mean, look, Gaussman's been good the the past couple seasons. I I, I th- he's just been good. I can't I can't argue that. Uh, a, about an equal K percentage to both sides of the plate. Um pretty pretty high velocity fastball. Only thing is, man, this this team they can just hit, man. I mean, Winker's got an 82% contact rate. Castellanos, 85%. Votto, 90%. Uh, I, I know you don't like Votto. Mustaka's 82%. Uh, you know, I Senzel at 72, which is, you know, not as high as I'd like it. And then you got Tucker Barnhart down here in the catcher spot. So, and then let me say this. Tucker Barnhart is typically my favorite cheap catcher, like all season. Like, I love playing Tucker Barnhart. 3,600. Look at look at these performances. It was pretty much hitting every day. Uh, I know that... I don't think I can do it. I know it's in San Francisco, but I, I'm not as afraid of that stadium as most people. I actually would probably be willing to go out on a contrarian stack on Cincinnati in this spot and see what happens. But um, that's just me.
0: Welcome to the podcast, Will. Um, appreciate you for being here. <laughs> because I have... I have planted my flag that the Cincinnati reds are a very underrated offense this season. And I'm going to continue to ride that Gaussman has been fantastic. If he is projected for less than 10% ownership, you take shots in tournaments. If you take shots on tournaments in Gaussman, you make some hedge stacks because the Cincinnati offense is rolling. Everybody in this lineup is hitting except for Vado. Votto. Votto has been absolute trash. Like he just he's just not hitting. He has a 200 Wobo. He has a, a zero ISO. They would be better off letting Tucker Barnhart play first base and putting Vado on the bench. Um, and I'm not oh, Tucker, joking. Tucker's
1: been hitting, though. Tucker. That's what I'm hitter. saying.
0: I'm not joking. I'm being a hundred percent serious. They would be better off if Joey Votto wasn't playing every day. Um, so,
1: so, so let me say this, Stephen. I'm not saying that just because this year Cincinnati is kind of secretly like my second favorite MLB team. Like I'm a Braves fan at heart, obviously. Cause I just, I grew up on the Braves, but Cincinnati is like my, my secondary. Like if I had to pick another team, it'd be them. So I'm with you, man. I like this team. Friends don't let friends play Votto until Votto heats up, and then we'll get you know we'll burn our shirts.
0: Yeah, if he gets hot and we start playing him, sure. But why? Why are we playing a guy with a zero ISO? It's the same argument for Javi Baez that I was talking about. Yeah, this whole team is hitting except for Votto and like he's killing stacks. Like, you know, I
1: love this. You know, I love this kind of talk, Stevie, because uh,
0: cl- clearly he's going to hit a
1: home run tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's coming. The home- I'll, the I'll tip my the hat to
0: him and I'll take I'll take I'll take I won't even take anything like he's been awful this year. Like yeah, if you played Votto fight. every Cincinnati stack. You're losing because the Cincinnati stacks have been going off, and vado has been scoring zero because he stinks.
1: Yeah, he's been off. He's
0: averaging four fantasy points this season. Four. <laughs> Tyler Niquen is almost double, or not? He, even... he is. He is double. Like, so,
1: is he going to keep hitting home runs? He is on fire. And he's forty yeah. two hundred. Like see, they haven't priced him anywhere near, like probably where he should be. I mean, just. Even if you're just game log watching, like the first thing I would see is 27, 26, 26, 32, 34, 37. And they priced him to 42. But meanwhile, Mike Moustakis is 55. I'm not saying that's not right. I'm saying Naquan should be at least 48 here. Like at least.
0: All right. Um, Do you have any interest in the Giants' bats? Nah,
1: I'm, I'm I'm gonna fade the the Giants best. Well, uh, let me say this: uh, Brandon Belt is like 3300. Like that's, I think that's kind of cheap for him. Uh, so so maybe he would be like a one off. He's not hitting that well this season either. But at 3300, I think man, that that's really cheap for for probably one of their better hitters as the season rolls along.
0: Yeah, I think you definitely would want to target lefties. Um you can make a really cheap stack with like belt Dickerson and, you know, throwing Yaz at 4,500 and just make it like a three man stack here. And it's super, super cheap. So if you're trying to go like, if you're trying to go like two top end pitchers, that's, what's so interesting about this slate is because yeah, you want to probably go two top end pitchers, but on the, on the flip side of that is there's some really good tournament plays in like that seven, eight K range. So, um, you know, you don't necessarily have to go to top end pitchers on every lineup. So uh, we finish it out with Colorado at LA taking on the Dodgers. Um, seven and a half total. The Dodgers are a 340 favorite um, on this slate. That is not a typo. That is not miswritten. Um, they are massive favorites here. Any interest? Oh, it's Sensitella against Bauer. Any interest here in Sensitella? No. Quick no. Um in cores, he gave up seven earned runs and three and three and a third to the Dodgers. Um this isn't cores, but they're still gonna smash him. I think Trevor Bauer is the best play on the slate. Um, he put up 27 fantasy points against this team in cores, and we obviously can sit here and make arguments for Bieber, Giolito, Bauer, strasburg all these guys. But I think Trevor Bauer is just an elite pitcher. He got 110 pitches in a and Dodgers with, with, uniform. With Dave Roberts as his manager. How impressive. A lo- like, nothing else needs to be said. He got 110 pitches. And, like, okay, it was in the American League ballpark. It was 110 pitches in a Dodgers uniform.
1: Well, I, I think that speaks to to Trevor Bauer, in my opinion. He probably had a talk with Dave Roberts and said, look, don't you take me out. You better not take me out. You baby. want me to
0: sign this contract and come <laughs> don't, over don't, here.
1: <laughs> don't, don't you take me out when I'm rolling. Uh, you know, and, and I mean, he was, at, he was at 110. Look, I'm with you, man. I, I definitely think Bauer's on the list. I mean, in fact, on this slate, you can probably get Bauer and Bieber or, or Bauer and uh, Giolito. I'm telling you right now, Bauer and Bieber might be, in fact, see, I'm going to that is going to be my combo. I'm just gonna play Bauer and Bieber and Stack Detroit, and see and, and see where it lands. Uh, I, I'm 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 all in on the Bauer Bieber combo. Like right now at 10:28 p.m. Let let's do it. Bauer Bieber for all the money.
0: See what happens. Um, I have zero interest in the Rockies bets.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no.
0: The Dodgers, like, all right, Bellinger's out. Bets is banged up. Um. Well, we'll see. He didn't, They didn't play on Monday, so we'll see if he's going to be back in the lineup. If Bellinger and Betts are out, it's so much easier to stack this team um, because we do get some cheap, cheaper prices here. This is one of the reasons that I kept saying that like we potentially need some of these cheap stacks because the Dodgers are in an elite spot against Sensatella it's a or 10, 10 o'clock game, and, like, people hate stacking the late games. Uh, talk me off of the Dodgers here, Will.
1: Well, I, I can't. And, and the reason why is because you already know if Betts is out, we know Bellinger's out, right? And so Betts is, you know, he's East, East day-to-day. If Betts isn't in, you're automatically probably going to get Chris Taylor, A.J. Pollock, and Gavin Lux playing or, or something like that. And, I mean, that's that's automatically going to give you, you know, two or three of the cheaper bats. Uh, you know, God forbid they do something else crazy um, and, and play somebody else cheaper than that. But, you know, definitely Turner's going to be in the lineup. Seeker's going to be in the lineup. Munchie's going to be in the lineup. Will Smith's going to be in the lineup. So those four. Now it's just – and so Chris Taylor's probably going to be in there too because he's hybrid. Lutz probably plays. Pollock probably plays. I mean, we do we get Edwin Rios too? I, I don't know, like, but – they'll have some cheap some cheap bats and maybe i can run them back uh with some of my detroit guys
0: it will be well even if it's um mckinstry like he's another lefty that they can put out in the outfield um if betts doesn't play and And he's 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 yeah yeah he's been off to a good start this season so you're just gonna have to look and see what we're looking at lineup wise for the dodgers here but this is one of the reasons that like I mentioned Cooper. I mentioned Adam Duvall. I mentioned these cheaper bats and like these cheaper secondary stacks because I'm doing everything I can to stack the Dodgers here. I think they're the top offense on the slate, right up there with Houston. Um we're we're definitely looking at the Dodgers here. For sure, for sure. All right. Well, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get into our super draft play of the day and then we'll get out of here because I got to go record a basketball podcast um, do it. under 8k to get six or more strikeouts today. We have some options today.
1: Oh, God. Listen, I'm going with my favorite. That's going to be Luis Castillo 7100.
0: I like it. I'm going to go Woodruff. Um, I already talked yeah. about how much I like him in the spot. Uh, really, really like the matchup for him. Um, Over 8K to score under 15.
1: Uh, I feel like this is an easy one. I'm going to go Jamison on at 94. He very well could get over, but he feels like the biggest bust potential to me.
0: Yeah, like the only guy that I probably won't play here is Ryu, and I'm cheating the system a little bit because he's exactly yeah. 8K, but I'm the host, and I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Um. <laughs> Over over 4K to hit a home run. We don't have core, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, give me somebody that's going to go yard today.
1: Oh man, uh, let's listen. I'm going with my guy, man. Let, let's stay at home here. Let's go free money, Freddy for 5400.
0: All right, I'm gonna just I'm gonna troll everybody at um, that we work with. We have a home run bet, like home run competition, every year for work and so many people lost in the first week of the year because they played Corey Seager. They picked Corey Seager and he didn't hit a home run and he hit the ball hard a ton. So I'm going to go. Corey Seager is going to troll everybody that works at Roto grinders that lost um, in the first week of the home run competition. And he's going to go yard in this game. So there you go Um, under 4k to get two hits. Give me a cheap bat. that's going to get two hits today.
1: Oh, man. Really, there's a lot, man. Um, I'm going to stay away from my favorite team on the slate. Let's go Joey Gala at
0: 3,700. Whoa. I like it. I like it. Not going to strike many people out. I like that one. That one's not bad at all. Um, I'm going to go with somebody that we just got done talking about. I'm going to stay very Dodgers heavy here. um, Zach McKinnistry. Um, I really like him, assuming that he's gonna get the star with Bellinger and Mookie potentially out. This kid's been hitting coming off of a two-hit game, had a double or a multi-hit game earlier this season. Really like the prize. Um, a stack to score six or more runs, Will. Detroit, man. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm 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 planting
1: my flag on the Detroit Tigers. This team, I think they've got the goods, man. Castro, Badu, Ramos, Candelario. Jonathan Scope, Robbie Grossman, I think, underrated signing for this team to lead off and kind of get on base. Guy's not going to strike out a lot. Nico Goodrum, a guy I already mentioned. Give me the Detroit Tigers.
0: All right, I don't hate it. Um, The Dodgers are cheating. Houston is cheating. But those would be, like, my first two picks, um, hands down. I'm going to kind of – I'm going to go a little off the radar here and go Miami Marlins um, – And it's more of like if Freed could potentially get in trouble, they have some guys that can hit left-handed pitching in this lineup. So we'll see what happens. Um, Any over-under against spreading money line? Anything standing out to you um, on the betting side?
1: Let me – hold on a second. I did have it up. (sighs) Well, they've already – Man, I thought I was –
0: So my hot take in the extra survey today was Madison Barmgarner doesn't make it out of the third inning – and they just had a pitching visit and I was like, Oh, did I get it right? Did I get it right? All right. Anyway, sorry.
1: <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. I was
0: buying time for you to pull up the the betting page.
1: Yeah, I'm good. You know what? I'm actually gonna take the Yankees plus one and a half here. Like I, I know, you know, I know Ryu is has been pitching okay. Um, but give give me the Yankees plus one and a half. I, I think that's a good one.
0: You could take the Yankees money line too. On top of that, because somehow they're not favorites in this game, they didn't yeah. open as favorites anyway. So,
1: well, they're still um, not at least according to mine. Line hasn't moved too much.
0: Man, oh man, this is this is tough today. Um, I think the Dodgers could score eight, seven and a half by themselves. Um, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that one. Um,
1: oh man, I, I I got another tasty one, but I uh gonna let it ride.
0: Ah, I hate giving up this much juice. I would take Milwaukee minus one forty five. I would try to see if it goes down at all, uh, because it is the Cubs. But I I think my favorite team in that like range is probably Milwaukee. I get it. All right, super draft play of the day. Um, you could go hitter or pitcher. It doesn't matter. Whatever you're feeling. Um, what are we looking at today, Will?
1: I'm actually going pitcher here, Stevie, because we're getting Lucas Giolito a multiplier of one and a half. I think, good golly, Miss Molly, that, that's fantastic. I, I think I know where you, where you may end up if you went the pitcher route. But Giolito at one and a half, I think that's good value.
0: I think Bundy at 1.7 is fantastic. Yeah. I yeah. think even though like I was talking about how good the Reds are, Kevin Gausman at 1.9 is fantastic. That's um, where I thought you, want... you were
1: going just initially.
0: Yeah. If you want to go down that route. Um, that is not my, that is not my super draft play of the day, by the way. Um, my super draft play of the day is somebody that we've already talked about. It's Zach McKinnistry. He's 1.75 X. I expect him to be in the lineup here. He's been hitting the ball really well to start the season. I really like him in this spot. Um, you're going to see some good multipliers on multiple guys today, but um, he's somebody that really stands out to me. I think they get the job done and um, really like him over there. The other guy that like was really, really close to me was uh, Justin Upton. Jup up yeah. is like 1.4 or 1.35, something like that.
1: Yeah, and you know, I'm on I'm on the Detroit train, even though I don't have to be on them. Obviously, I won't like completely stack them on uh, Super Draft, but uh, Castro from Detroit is at 1.95X, and he's been playing pretty well this season.
0: All right, Well, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Nah, man, let's let you get on to your, you know, being the company man that you are, NASCAR, NBA, MLB, show, shows at night, pods, I mean, shows during the day, pods at night. Uh, let's get you out of here so you can take your cape off at the end of the day.
0: All right. Well, I am wearing a Roto-Grinders t-shirt. That's funny that you even said that. Um, It wasn't on purpose. Um, They're just super comfortable. That's going to wrap it up here for the baseball show for Tuesday. Will is repping his Roto-Grinders shirt as well. Um, Funny how the thing works sometimes. Yeah, it's funny. We'll be back Wednesday talking some more baseball. Everyone has an awesome Tuesday. Good luck, everyone, and we'll see you then.